0: Greetings and welcome to the elephant in the room. Today, I'll be in conversation with a former governor of Lycupia, Governor Dredo Moreithi, Governor Karibu, once again to the elephant.
1: Thank you very much indeed.
0: Uh, just to start this conversation, uh, Governor, uh, mm-hmm. recently uh, the CBK governor said that Kenya is in a perfect storm, economically at least, mm-hmm. you know, citing our debt situation, uh, the COVID-19 crisis, the Ukraine war, uh, technology, etc. Broadly, what do you make of what do you make of the finance bill? But what do you also make of this moment at Kenya? Kenya? Kenya is in. Uh,
1: well, I agree with the CS Treasury that economically it's a perfect uh, storm, and I think that I join other Kenyans in um, saying to him and the rest of the regime, taxing Kenyans or overtaxing Kenyans is not really the way out of that storm. I think you said um, it would cost a bit of uproar. I would say a major uproar. Mm. <laughs> in Kenyans, major uproar. Kenyans are in shock and disbelief <laughs> that a regime that had promised them the ordinary Kenyan would no longer suffer. The same regime has, of course, proposed tax measures that are going to increase the cost of living uh, and they're going to make life only harder for Kenyans and this is happening at a time when real wages are declining. So, what you earn this year will buy three to four percent less than what you were able to buy with it last year. And uh, the same, uh, and this has been happening for the last uh, uh, three years. So, I mean, Kenyans are truly disappointed mm. that no effort is being made at all to think about the level of expenditure. Instead, the effort, is about uh,
0: taxing Kenyans even more. Mm. So, I mean, some. I mean, one can argue punitive, uh, some punitive taxes, right? I mean, so excise duty on WIGS, ZTC, But there's one that are, Kenyans have really been talking about, mm-hmm. uh, the housing fund, particularly because of our history of funds in this in this country. Yeah. I mean, we, we there are very many elderly people who are back and forth the SSF checks because it bounces or it's delayed what guarantee you know even 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 for 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 if we assume that government will hold the money and nothing will happen to it one what guarantee uh, will it will it uh, accrue that kenyans will will, will get mm-hmm. houses mm-hmm. two 85% uh, of kenyans rural areas own their homes right mm-hmm. the the rural the, the the housing crisis is by and large only in in urban areas but for countries are still fairly mm-hmm. rural there seems to be a a contradiction in logic like what is it for like what and was you what does institutional analysis to say okay kenyans need houses
1: and you, you're quite right first of all uh overall just about every economic and tax expert uh has pointed out that these proposals in the finance bill frankly uh, are wrong uh, they, it's, it's a wrong time but they're also punitive to particularly the, the poor people, uh, punitive to hustlers, mamamboga, mm. you know, boda-boda operator. And and I'll come back to the housing fund in a moment. But overall, it is like this. Increasing price, I mean, increasing tax on fuel will increase the cost of everything. Already, as we are speaking, the cost of fuel is a major problem. Increasing tax on fuel <laughs> from 8 to 16% will make the situation even worse. Mm. And uh, that is for all of us. Any from the Buddha Boda operator, you who takes a ride on a Buddha, border, right? to the Matatu operator, to somebody with a truck, carrying war. So
0: it's not, an, it's not an economic growth I mean, and productivity.
1: It, it, it is, it is punitive. It is counterintuitive. Number two, you're increasing taxes or introducing taxes mm. on some foods, certain flowers, you know, again at a time when need to eat? People need to eat and and have no food on the table. we just come out of a farm Uh, We've we've come out of drought um, and therefore uh, (laughs) and it is very contradictory because if you say you're trying to help people produce food and you're taxing the same food, then it is rather contradictory uh, uh, government policy. But now going into some of the specifics, the problem with the housing fund is that, first of all, not everybody who is earning a salary necessarily uh, requires a house. A good example is in most of our counties, let's say if you go to Nyaururu town or you go to Nanyuki town, most of the people who work both for county and national government commute from their, from their rural homes. And, and that is re- repeated in almost all towns in Kenya. So those people, they earn a salary, Maybe they're working in a flower farm. Maybe they're working, in, again, as I said, for government or for businesses. But they don't necessarily require a house. So when you ask everybody to contribute, the big question is, what about those who are not in immediate need of a house? Then it has many other problems. They say that after seven years, you will opt out. You can get your money back. At what interest? Mm. And... Uh, as many Kenyans have commented, our history in managing funds, look at the National Social Security Fund and the abuses that have been mm. in it previously. Uh, so the, the fund is discriminative and it simply opens up avenues for corruption. Finally, it is not the, it's not a solution to the problem that government thinks it is solving. The problem of housing has to do with the cost of building houses, the problem with housing has also to do with logistics, like urban transport. That, you know, I can live in Thika, for example, or Kikuyu, and work in the CBD if there was a good mass transit system. or mass transport system. Right. So the problem is that because the transportation system is poor, we all concentrate near the CBD. You know, say within uh, ten-kilometer radius. And that brings the cost of housing in that specific area higher. But if I could, uh, you know, if I had good uh, a good train system, for instance, I could live in Kikuyu, I could live in Thika, I could even live in Makuyu and commute to work, as happens in in all other major cities. So the problem uh, is not simply that there is no uh, money now. The money problem was solved with the Kenya Mortgage Refinance Company mm. because then it will help create liquidity for people who are originating mortgages, being banks and so on. So it is the wrong medicine to the wrong problem. Mm. It's going to create more corruption mm. and, and that is why it was abandoned the last time. But there are a number of other taxes that Kenyans are quite uh, upset about. The you know other petroleum products, as you already said, Beauty products uh, mm. are <laughs> also now digital, going to be to digital, be
0: taxed. Digital tax the, which is very good for the, you, in particular.
1: Absolutely, the big one in digital is that now, when you offer services, you'll be subject to withholding tax, mm. and not yeah. at the normal rate of five percent, which is what at fifteen percent. Now, as an accountant, as a consultant, as a professional, when you offer services to when you offer services. You are subject to five percent withholding tax. Mm. Why should it be fifteen percent for the one thing that young people uh, are doing well, which is content creation? So it's again discriminatory against young people uh, being fifteen percent against five percent. And in any case, it should not be uh, it should be, it should not be imposed at all. As a matter of fact, we should be doing more to encourage young people uh, to do more work of digital creation uh, or creating a, a, a content. So these proposals, Kenyans have reacted correctly, unhappy with them, and seeing that this is a government, frankly, that does not seem to care, uh, in spite of the many promises and sweet talk by this regime that they were interested in, the so-called hustler.
0: Speaking of you know, this hustler government, uh, the last time you were here, we talked about the budget policy statement. Indeed. And you intimated that, you know if you look at it, as a whole, it has contradictions, almost as if its architects are ideologically antagonistic.
1: Absolutely, uh, my own, um, you know, reading of it is that the key economic managers, mm. probably in an antagonistic circumstance. Mm. Otherwise, when you when you read the budget policy statement, it's contradictory. It's contradictory in itself, and is making proposals that cancel out each other.
0: Now, how do you
1: mean by that? We start off admitting as Kenya that we need to manage the debt situation, that we are in a high risk of debt distress. Uh, We acknowledge that the main problem is short-term domestic debt, so debt below one year. But then we say the solution is to increase expenditure and to tax Kenyans more. I mean, nothing could be (laughs) more contradictory than that. Right. Uh, To get out of this domestic short-term debt problem, we need to borrow less. In order to borrow less, we can either tax Kenyans more or the correct thing is actually reduce expenditure.
0: Okay. So, yeah. reduce expenditure because, I mean, you've gone, you're talking about the revenue side. Yes. Which is the taxes, grants, and in domestic borrowing, mm-hmm. which we're focusing on. Yeah. But you argue and saying, actually, the, the more practical mm-hmm. uh, political economy solution is reduce expenditure. Remember yeah. that uh, this regime mm-hmm. came into power on the promise
1: of making things better for Kenyans, mm-hmm. of managing the debt situation of reducing the cost of living, and so on. In the first uh, few months, they were talking about, in fact, reducing the existing budget, the one they found on the table, which was $3.2 trillion,
0: mm. reducing it by $300 billion. So why are they not the, reducing the finance bill? It does, does, does not say anything about reducing expenditure. In fact, it's saying yeah. we're going to... Well, oh,
1: precisely. Mm. The reason Kenyans are reacting with anger is that if you are already saying $3.2 trillion, is, a lot, is, a is bloated is, is, is unsustainable. sustainable we, we can't finance it how can you with the same breath suggest an even bigger budget of 3.6 trillion and the main growth in that budget is recurrent expenditure so money for tea for trips for for stationery for fuel for buying cars for doing all those kinds of things not not roads, or other infrastructure uh, that is usually in the development. So the reason for the anger you see is that, first of all, you are contradicting. uh, The regime is contradicting itself, and you see it right across the budget policy statement. In order to contain the debt, you would need to reduce expenditure. What they have opted to do is, in fact, increase expenditure and then attempt to squeeze every little coin they can from every Kenyan, uh, not... A care in the world that real incomes are declining, cost of living is high. So the taxation measures are going to make the cost of living even higher mm. than it currently is, so it's really, and that's the backlash you see. It's
0: really, I mean, this hustler thing is complete, complete hogwash. The the, the, the
1: hustler thing, I think, was was uh, was pie in the sky, was a mirage. Uh, this regime is is uh, as I said, the talk. They are not walking the talk. The leadership. Of this regime, you know, talks a good game, but the actual uh, and the reason the markets and the citizens are reacting this way is that what is spoken by the key leaders of this regime is completely different with the reality uh, in the official uh, documents and instruments, mm. which is the budget policy statement and now the finance bill. And when I was, when we spoke last, I explained that, you know, the markets at that time were reacting with scepticism mm-hmm. and they have been proven right.
0: So, I mean, because Moy had a, maybe not a similar problem, but he had a problem also, particularly in the early 1990s, mm-hmm. after another class of 11 programs, mm-hmm. and there was, there was quite a bit of Push terms of reducing expenditure, hence privatization. ETC. What's difficult in going reducing expenditure?
1: Well, there is nothing difficult in
0: reducing expenditure. But I do not regime, believe. What's difficult for them? To
1: I I do not be- I I cannot speak for the regime. I uh, have no uh, knowledge of why they find it difficult to do the correct thing, which mm-hmm. is to reduce expenditure. We must live within our means as a nation. You you cannot have. It both ways. I mean, if you want to increase expenditure, uh, your tax revenues must increase, or in the alternative, you must borrow more. There is there is no two uh, <laughs> two, ways <about laughs>
0: two ways about it. Two
1: ways about it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, this as I said, this regime appears to have made a decision to tax Kenyans more, and the, the nature of that taxation is regressive, meaning it is punishing the poor uh, or the, the the lower income earner more mm-hmm. than uh, the person. <laughs> uh, uh, making uh, more money and, N was is going to increase the cost of living, mm. so the expected growth, for example, will not be uh, will not materialize.
0: I mean, you're saying this, but uh, last week, I mean, mm. last week the IMF was headline in the nation, but also uh, mm. head of IMF was here a couple mm. of months, and the IMF said that Kenya is on the right track to you know fixing its debt issue, economic economic progress. What do you make of that statement? Well,
1: um the, the actual statement had to do with the ratio of debt to GDP. Mm-hmm. And the IMF boss uh, was on record saying that um, it's not a problem. And I think she needed to complete the sentence. It would not be a problem if interest rates were low, because then the total amount of interest that you would be paying would be uh, you know a small percentage of your GDP or of your tax revenue the problem although at about 60 65 percent debt to GDP the the, the, the number is not is, is not out of out of sync yet the problem with Kenya's debt is short-term domestic debt mm. because that debt is very expensive now if you look at uh, the debt service or the uh, the maturities this year, of the year 2023, about just a little over one trillion shillings in debt is due and is going to be repaid. Out of that, about 210 billion is foreign. The rest of it is domestic. Mm. And unfortunately, most of it is short term. Now the problem with it is that as you as you are selling treasury bills now and part of the proceeds go to redemption. Right. Meaning every week. The national treasury goes to the market, Hmm. usually for around 24, 25 billion. About 5 to 10 of that is new. And about 15, 20 billion is for paying older treasury bills that are now due. Now, the difficulty is, is, is that because the interest rates are rising... And they're rising because of government action, partly because government has increased interest rates mm. and partly because uh, government is also borrowing a lot. What it means is that you're buying more expensive debt today or you're contracting more expensive debt today to retire cheaper. Mm. That's what is called debt distress. So the situation is only going to get worse mm. and worse. How can you stop it? You have to stop the growth of the expenditure side. And that is why all practically all experts agree that with the government's determination to increase expenditure with something like four hundred billion, mm. uh, Kenya is is in 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 a bit of trouble, you know, over the next uh, uh, year or two years.